Did y'all hear that one shorty talking about uh, Larsa Pippen's butt? And she said it's so big you can see it from the planet moon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Damn. <laughs> I was like, planet moon, huh? Welcome to Boy Meets Bravo, your new favorite weekly Bravo TV recap podcast with a twist. We are two Bravo-holics just trying to make it nice and show a formerly unwilling participant why Bravo TV is gone with the wind fabulous. I'm Bree. And I'm LP. And this is Boy Meets Bravo. Our guest is the first to woohoo. So <laughs> motion to kick all of my my typical co-hosts off um in favor of somebody more excited. All right. <laughs> she is she is the number one cheerleader for all things and all people. So I'm glad that she's joined us today. Yes, y'all. My cousin Veronica and LP's co-worker actually. Um, is joining us today. She is a newbie to the Bravo universe, but she's probably more knowledgeable than half of you, if I'm going to be super honest. I have been forced to go down a rabbit hole. So what can I say? Mm, <laughs> you too, huh? Forced? I, my friends, Bravo at work. So <laughs> I don't know if forced is the right verb, to be honest. You took to it like it was second nature. I Like you dove in head first and we're schooling both Brie and I on Bravo facts. So, well, I mean, how could I possibly show support if I didn't know what I was talking about? So like, that's what I mean by I was forced because one, I was going to have a serious case of FOMO when y'all were talking and I had no idea what the hell you guys would be talking about. So I was like, nope, can't let that happen. So let me dive right in. <laughs> nice. Well, when I told Desmond that you were going to be on and I was like, we got to think of some questions to ask. What was the first question that you said we should ask her? Oh, yes. So out of all the house husbands, which one do you want to fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, Veronica. Most of these girls have some pretty uh, wrinkly ball type of taste. So (laughs) not a lot of them. But if I had to pick, it would be either Mauricio Umansky See, we everybody loves Maurizio. Still don't get it. I just feel like he's got something to give. And if not, I would not mind being coached by Mr. Shaw. Coached by Coach Shaw. Okay. You we agree, I think, here wholeheartedly behind both of those picks. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Coach Shaw have y'all down in a three-point stance. Oh my (laughs) (laughs) touch down. I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Touchdown with a happy dance. Okay. So Veronica, you are new to Bravo, obviously. So what is like, what are you watching now? What was like the first thing that you started in that got you hooked? So the first one I started was Potomac. Um, And that one, I, so when I start a franchise, I have to watch it from like start to finish. Like I can't deviate because I need to know all things. Um, and for all Potomac lovers, like I'm still team Samuels, 100%. Um, I love their cattiness and their pettiness. 
So that's what kind of drew me. And I was like, well, if these people are petty, let me see what the other franchises have to bring to the table. So, so yeah, Potomac. And I love Salt Lake City, especially now with all the Jen Shaw um, drama going on. Um, not the biggest fan of Wendy at um, Potomac though, or Happy or Ness or the Zen Wen. <laughs> all of her um, alter egos. All her, her alter egos? Mm-mm, none of that. I'm, I'm beyond impressed a year ago, literally a year ago. I think if we had asked you half of these questions, you'd be like, what, who, who, whom, whom are these people? But I mean, I shouldn't be surprised because like when you want to know something, you dive all in, you are a researcher by trade and experience. (laughs) And so this does not surprise me, I guess, when I really think about it, but this is, I'm so imp- a year, a year, and you've got this bank of knowledge. I mean, the only franchise I don't think I've seen is Dallas, and I don't really care to watch it. Not missing it. Um, yeah, you're good. But I've seen all the other franchises, and currently still catching up on OC. But for the other ones, I, I pretty much got it. And that's so a lot you. Of you stand for Monique and her husband, Chris. Are you both? Are you a fan of both the Samuels? I am a fan of both the Samuels. Blech. Look, if- Candace, Candace asked for that shit. I am so sorry. If you can't dish it and take it, then don't, then don't do it. She instigated and poked that bear. And if somebody's gonna poke me, I'm gonna poke back. And that's what Monique did. She got poked and poked and then she barked. She attacked. I would have attacked. Had someone over a barrel, huh? Hell yeah. She asked for it. Ugh, I don't know. Agree to disagree. But I mean, not to say that Candace didn't ask for it, but I just think that the oh god, the, the level is, of retaliation was it was a lot. The thing is, like with her, like I I I agreed with you at the beginning when you were like, yeah, the aggression, blah blah blah. Okay. But then if you keep watching the next season, she does it again. We learned nothing. With Mia, like throwing salad really in a guest house. Like she's just not classy. Sorry. I heard, I heard a rumor that they let Candace go. They should have. She was boring anyway. I don't think she was boring. Eh, she was my favorite. She literally had her head pulled over a barrel, right? If so- someone's got to. So <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that someone's was like what to. Desmond had been waiting for his whole Bravo career was for somebody hey. to fight. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that one? Nope. <laughs> they sorry. were born and monique like just ran after <laughs> she ran around the building the woman had conviction and she let nothing get in her way all like, right and that i respect no cameraman no security guard no level of producer telling her monique no <laughs> We guys know Karen Hooker's getting her own uh, spinoff. I don't know. I don't know. It's really interesting. Somebody's got to be, right? No. (laughs) Like, out of all the people, is she officially off of uh, the Housewives? No. So, out of all the Housewives, they chose her for a spinoff? Yeah, that was the wrong choice. That's not going to have a lot of ratings. That's, that's raise your hand <laughs> <laughs> raise your 
Raise your hand if you're going to watch Heather Dubrow's spinoff. She has a spinoff? She's getting one on relationships. Basically, she took her friend. What's the the drunk Barbie, drunk plastic surgeon Barbie on OC? You know who I'm talking about? I'm like halfway through OC, but the (sighs) Dr. Jen? Yes, Dr. Jen. She like pseudo counsels her at a dinner party. And now it's about to turn into a spinoff on really the seven year year itch or the seven year sitch or the seven year stitch or something. I don't know, but she's getting her own spinoff relationship spinoff about how you get through the tough times. That's weird. Has she gotten through the tough times? She's been married for like 20 plus years and have four kids with her husband. So, but like they are gadillionaires and so like it's a lot easier to be stick out through the hard times when you can like one of you can enter through the porta cachere and the other one can enter through the garage (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i will not i don't i don't think so i mean i thought that she would get me excited to watch oc again but she hasn't so i don't think i will watch her spinoff yeah oc is one that i just like when I'm bored, I watch it. It's not one that I've been like, oh, okay, I got to catch up. So I'm not fully caught up on that one. Are you caught up, OP? Kind of. And here's the thing I kind of miss about it is like the OC, which is what always differentiated it, I believe, from the Beverly Hills franchise, was kind of the like trailer park redneckness that came with it and I feel like it's it's lost that a little bit right like you had Tamra you had Vicky Gina like all these women would scrap right and I don't see that anymore I don't see that anymore so I miss that I I I miss that I did see that Gina showed up to their reunion in a crop top (laughs) she looks great She She looks amazing. Her hair, she's figured it out. She looks trim and fit and killing the game. So go Gina, go. Yes. Um, Channeling her inner Sheena with that crop top. Yeah. I'd like to see them get a little bit feistier and not like Noella feisty. I'm not interested. I can shut up. I don't know about her. I don't know. But um, so we're kind of on a, on a other Bravo tangent. So a lot of things have happened. We took like an accidental break. Um, we were out of town, we were working, we were moving. Um, but a lot of as has happened between the last time we recorded and now, one of which is that Desmond actually texted us in the group chat to tell us that Sonia was coming to our city. Sonia is in our city. <laughs> smile. I've been waiting on this day. So are you guys going to watch? I don't know if we're going. I I checked. Tickets are available. They're like 50 bucks plus all of the, you know, fees. It's around your birthday. Is there a meet and greet option? That I will find out. Mm. It's a tax write-off for the business. Mm, Fire. I think that this is a must, in my opinion. I think this is a must. I think we need to go spend the night with Senorita. I couldn't be convinced necessarily to go spend the night with Luann, but I definitely could with Sonia Rita. So bring it on, bring I it on. I think that Sonia is trying to give Luann a run for her money. Absolutely. Oh, she's butthurt that Luann didn't want her on her cabaret. She's like, watch this. Yeah. And I'm here for all of that. 
So I have a question. Would you rather go see Sonia in our city or would you rather see Austin and Craig do a live podcast recording? Because they are also coming to Atlanta. I do not want to see Woody and Buzz Lightyear do a fucking pod. <laughs> no fucking way. Mm-mm. Yeah, is that a real question? No, it is a real question. And I double checked and they are literally coming here and we could get tickets if we want. You know who I don't want to listen to speak? Oh, at Lis- all. Speak L- at all. Like lispy ass Craig and Austin. Like I'm good. I I agree. I I'm just kidding. He doesn't have a list, but wow. I know. <laughs> yeah, they're not my favorites at all. Austin can I'd rather not see Austin on TV at all anymore, so I certainly am not going to pay money to go see him in real life. Um, but yeah. They uh they're coming also, which was wild to me apparently they have a podcast called pillows and beer how much does both failed business models like why are we touting that okay how much are these tickets i don't know when we break i will check if they're more than senorita senorita it's not a justified purpose purchase in my mind you will riot i will riot in the streets i will take (laughs) i will put my sign up out in the yard have you guys been watching? Have you, are you caught up on? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to sleep that because oh. what about the Giggly Squad? Hannah oh, and Paige. I would go see Hannah and, and, uh, and Paige. If they came to our city, I would. I'd go. I, I'd pay to see them. Do they still have a podcast? I think. A lot yeah. of people do. I think they do. I do. I was checking tickets. I would say a couple couple weeks ago, maybe. What if, what if Giselle and Robin came to town? Would you guys go see them? Of course. Dad, dad brought his. Huh, can we talk about it? <laughs> can we talk about that broad talking about James Harden beer? Oh yeah, I heard about this. Did you? Excuse me. Break the news to us. Okay, yeah, so she was talking about James Harden getting traded to the Sixers, and she said his beard was nasty and probably smelled like fried chicken. <laughs> um, forties old English. Oh. What else? Um weed they this white so woman she's not white this white woman portraying to be black this trans black woman had the oh nerve to talk about james harden <laughs> and his beard I, maybe if that came from a wendy or a canvas no, not even wendy. It. but from what's my girl's name uh from the ncaa i mean <laughs> what <laughs> why do i keep doing that the, uh What's my girl's name? She had the documentary too on Netflix. She pretended to be black. Oh, Rachel, Rachel Dozo. Robin better watch it. Okay, I would like to just say that we know that Robin is a black woman. Um, on and this Robin pod, we know she is. Um, but the comments on on what's his face's beard is not. That was not cool. You you got to sprinkle in other types of stereotypes instead of just those if you're going to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> i'm sorry i'll go not bad. he brought that to my attention too desmond's great he's quick in the group chat he knows all the news where do you get this from is this all the instagram Twitter. no Twitter. thanks to boy meets bravo and bravo boyfriends like my timeline is completely different on twitter <laughs> nice mm-hmm. what's the most bizarre headline that you've come across and you were like like had to check your manhood for a second where you were like I cannot believe that I'm following this honestly I don't know but I get like a lot of the fashion stuff from Paige 
and I'm just, I'm just scrolling and I just see her in a cute outfit. I'm like, should I double tap this? Sometimes I think and twice. And then he does. And then you double tap. Yeah. And then Sonia, she always has some weird posts. There's some good follows on IG. I still can't get over the day that Sonia, maybe potentially we got tagged in a post by her, like roaming through someone's house in Beverly Hills. It was fantastic. He was, what's his face? Josh Flagg, I think, mm-hmm. from Million Dollar Listing. Yeah, we still don't know if that was on accident Te- or not, but thank you. <laughs> Technical glitches yeah. were very interesting that day. Yeah. Um, have you guys been watching New Jersey? No, I need to catch up on that. But you know why? I like to like have several episodes to watch at once because the anticipation just builds up. Veronica wants the Netflix version of Housewives. Yes. Just release it all at once. That's kind of what um, Ultimate Girls Trip was to a degree. Like they released mm-hmm. multiple episodes in which, which was enjoyable. I really enjoyed that. That's also how I, I like to build up probably a few weeks worth of Bravo and then binge. Like when I came back from the UK this week, because my Bravo app doesn't work over there. And I had like multiple episodes to catch up on. Oh, what a thrill. <laughs> it's exciting. It's like, you know, that it's not just an hour, 45 minutes. Like you have a whole afternoon of just bullshit to watch. <laughs> or it allows me to space out some of my favorite things. Like when I'm having coffee in the morning, I'll like pop on New Jersey or I'll pop on like if you watch what happens lives, you know, love them. Tell me you're a millennial without telling me you're a millennial. <laughs> That's what all of that is. Well, yeah. Well, as like as 1988, o- baby. <laughs> as OG Bravo heads and then a couple newbies, we all, um, well, LP and I at least were excited for Miami to come back because that they, there was what, th- maybe three seasons of Miami back in like 08, 09, 2010. And then it got canceled and we were all very confused. And here we are 10, 12 years later and it's back. And they, they had, they put it on Peacock, which I'll talk about my thoughts on that later, but I'm excited to talk Miami. I was excited to introduce Desmond to Miami as well. It's actually eight years, eight years, eight years. Someone has done her research. She came came with the receipts. I'm thrilled. She's got her own Monique size binder. I can't wait. Yes, they answered the call to arms. Like fans have been clamoring for this for a long time. And so it is good to be back. It is. So after a full season and now a a two-part reunion, thank God, we're ready to talk about Miami. So we will take a quick break. We'll be right back. think that maybe Adriana was camping out and might have seen his dick again and she was going to be somewhere on the Grammys and he didn't want to be around her so people you know maybe I don't know now that is an intro into tea time (laughs) oh my gosh I swear if there is one woman that could get us back on task it's my HR lady, Veronica. <laughs> I have only HR nine to five. Not oh always. my gosh. I feel like we are going to be in trouble tonight. <laughs> well, I mean, it's officially tea time. So what are we sipping on? 
I mean, I, is it mojitos for the ladies of Miami or what you got, Veronica? I have a Cabernet. Cabernet. Simply put. <laughs> Mine's a Diet Coke. Nice. Just Diet Coke? I'm put a splash of whiskey in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yesterday we went to LP. LP had a few people over to her house for a belated birthday party. And somebody brought over ingredients to make an old fashioned. So LP tried to do it herself. Just kind of like, I'll just mix all these things together and it'll work. It didn't. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Did not work at all. Was, I, I've always kind of known that I'm not exactly a bartender. You know, I keep my beverages pretty simple. And uh, yeah, that one, that one was an epic fail. Uh, Miami was not an epic fail. Was Miami it? Was, Miami was interesting. I feel like it was not a fail. No, it wasn't a fail. I wouldn't consider Miami a fail. Um, would you call it a success? I would. I would think, yeah, because look at all the attention it's getting right now, and people want it to continue. So yes, it was a success. Is it people's? Is it going to be people's like all-time favorite long term? I don't think so. I think right now it's like front and center so sure people like it and bright and shiny and new mm-hmm. so to my boy and my hr woman um where do you rank this in the overall grand scheme of the bravo landscape where do you put it like in the middle for me okay like it's not like go to but maybe if i had some backstory and watched the entire season like our guest veronica did <laughs> I think um, this probably would have been kind of high for me. Some of the storylines and things that are brought up in the reunion had my jaw on the ground. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it would have been good. It would have been up there with like Salt Lake and Jersey for me, probably. Ooh, those are tough ones. Yeah, could have been. How about you, Brie? I I really enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I remember liking Miami when it was on. Um but it had been so long that I kind of forgot how I even felt about it, but I really, really enjoyed it this season. I thought that I I didn't think there was like a slow episode. I thought it was like the perfect amount of episodes. I thought the reunion two-part reunion is literally perfect. Um, I, I mean, I'm I'm not going to give it a 10 out of 10 because that's unrealistic, but I would give it a nine out of 10. I really liked it. I think that's a stretch. I would give it a seven. I stick with my original answer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think I sit closer to where Veronica sits. Like, I think there's hits and there's been misses for me and it all kind of comes just slightly above average. Um, you know, Alexia could have a show in and of, of her own. Yeah. Right. Somebody needs a spinoff. It's her. Yeah. She's her. She's and Alexia her. in. <laughs> yeah. But then like, I could totally s- never see lisa hotstein on the screen again and be fine right and kind of the same for larsa but she provided media she like helped if we were gonna put like if we were gonna go ahead and like um i guess assess everyone with star ratings one to ten and how they helped mold the overall rating of the season i'm gonna put a lisa down at like a three probably a larsa somewhere at like a five and a half alexia is like a 12 so that's <laughs> yeah. in a category all of itself julia also 11 12 sort of territory really she was my favorite out of all the miami people and i'll tell you why julia 
Julia. And I'll tell you why, because out of all of them, she was the most genuine. Like she was the one that you could actually somewhat relate to on a personal level. All of the other bitches are fake as fuck. Mm. Maybe Nicole. Nicole's maybe not that fake. Nicole's trying to Nicole a lot. Nicole's trying to find her place. She's kind of like where Wendy was like two seasons ago. Um, so she's, you know, navigating waters. But Julia is just genuine and like nothing about her is fake. I can see that. Yeah, she's enjoyable to watch. She's got kind of like this little bohemian lifestyle. She is very natural, doesn't like when she, it's just her and her family hanging out, like no makeup, dirt on her face, playing with chickens sort of thing. Um, and she, I don't know, she just kind of throws herself out there a little bit. The story that she sh- told us at the reunion about her son, which we kind of find out in the middle of the season about her son being potentially murdered by a nanny, um, but nonetheless, like abused to the point of death. Um, And then to have this whole larger story about how her ex was murdered by a lover in a very kind of I don't know, ex bodysuit, and he had a stuck up his ass. So I'm sorry, I didn't hear that last part. What was that? Oh, yeah, when they found him, he was strapped to a chair in a latex bodysuit with a dildo up his ass. Okay. My HR woman. <laughs> I mean, and there's a documentary that's happening with the girl because she's released now. She got released in 2010. The like, one that killed you- the baby? The one, no, the one that killed the husband. Oh yeah, Cecil, Cecil Broussard, I believe. Oh, yeah, she was the lover and kill- who allegedly and or went to jail for killing him. And, um, she apparently was, we learn in the, in the reunion visits Julia and, um, prior to all of that happening, obviously, and tells her, I know, like, I can tell you about more about how your son died, basically like kind of alluding that it was a setup. And then a month or so later, uh, he died. Yep. Four weeks later. so you just can't like that's way better than anything ramona could give us right like this is this is next level yeah i guess i didn't i don't know like as it was going on i julia wasn't one of my favorites and maybe not that i can relate to any of these women because i don't and probably will not ever have actually i'm not going to say that about myself maybe one day i will have the millions and millions um but I don't, I don't know. She wasn't, I don't know. She didn't do it for me as she did it for you guys. I, I just liked her because she was like out of everybody, everybody was trying so hard to like one up the other person. And she would just come in like in her Sunday dress and like in whatever the fuck she wanted to wear. Like it was just, she had no cares in the world. She was just her. She was effort, effortless in terms yeah. of being like, her person and her persona are kind of the same thing, which is one thing that we can latch onto pretty quickly is when then the person and the persona are so far apart that it, we, we, it feels uncomfortable. That's but why it, I think rem, people like Ramona get a pass, right? Because the person and the persona aren't that far apart. And so yeah. people are like, just like, well, it's Ramona, you know? Whereas when you have people that are like, I don't know, 
I think that's what Alarsa got accused of a lot this season is that the persona is like, I don't know, the only thing that they get and not any level of person. Well, when they did the reunion, they did, um, I think it was towards the end of the reunion, they kind of compared like what they look like on season three to what they look like now. And I think that had Julia been on season three, she would still look the same versus like Larsa is unrecognizable. And like all these other girls and the fillers that Lisa's gotten and all these other people have gotten, like they could, you could barely tell their emotions, like their facial emotions. They have to like really try. I see nothing wrong with Larsa. So I have a question for you about Larsa. (laughs) Larsa says that her ass is from working out. That's a damn lie. That is a lie. <laughs> Look, I'm a I'm an ass connoisseur. I'm a man. I've seen a lot of asses. That thing is not real. <laughs> and it's she fine. It's fine if it's not. Wanna be. <laughs> I mean, ooh, she doesn't like that though. She doesn't like you talking about Kim K with her. I know why. why? Because they're comparing her to the wrong Kardashian. She went for the Kylie look. To me, she looks exactly like Kylie Jenner. Huh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. I don't see that. I see that. Kim is sculpted, right? Kim has become a Roman goddess in terms of like her body. Kylie's a little bit more natural, right? In the body part, where and then it's like her face is like, I don't know, the big <laughs> old lips, right? But her bot one could argue that her body is fairly shapely but natural. I don't know. It's damn sure shapely. yeah she tried to larsa tried to explain it away saying yeah i just i work out every day and i've gained a little weight so that's why my ass looks like that and everyone was just like even alexia that was sitting next to her she did the biggest rolling of the eyes like wait what i'll tell you what i've gained a little weight in pandemic and my ass did not grow like that (laughs) (laughs) i was just about to say if that's all it took we we increase every day baby oh my god oh my god so how do y'all feel about the demotions to friend of for our girl marisol breeze friendship (laughs) kinship in the p department uh and adriana um they should have had peaches and uh, Lisa should have been demoted. That's what I think. Yeah, Lisa's boring. And and Lisa, okay, so let me let me take that back. Lisa's not boring. Lisa, honestly, I feel sad for because I feel like she's stuck in a marriage that she knows is non-existent, um, but she doesn't know how to stand up for herself. Or maybe she doesn't believe in herself enough to get out of the marriage and like do something for herself. And for that, I feel very sorry for her. So them's fighting words. I mean, I'm not trying to fight with her. I'm trying to tell her from a person that's been in that situation, like, get out. Like, mm-mm, it's not worth it. And by the time you get out, you'll be thankful. Um, And also, I was unaware that she's only 39. I could have sworn she was like mid-50s. Those are fighting words. And I will, you know. Lisa? Because of all the, the, the work she always has There's on. There's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot going on. So- for 39 you shouldn't have that much work now i'm sorry i third i i am also surprised by that number i i don't know that i would have gone so far as to say in her 50s but i you're right like there's no reason there's never any reason for your entire face to be filled with plastic but like especially at 39 that's insane that means when she she was on 
when yeah that's when she was first on this i was trying to do the little bit of quick backwards math you beat me to it yeah exactly like and she looked she had the same amount of fillers in her face then that's insane that's definitely it is heartbreaking but she had fillers then yeah she's trying too hard and like alexia is 54 and looks way better and I don't think she has that much work done than, you know, in comparison to like Lisa. Well, I think it speaks to kind of what you spoke on or a moment ago is that I think it's um, reflective of something that she's trying to kind of cover up or deal with. It seems like there's a bit of a self-esteem issue. She opens up about that on the reunion, a touch about how she is, you know, uh, lived a life that's been kind of scarred by abandonment. and she. I'm sure, especially being married to a plastic surgeon, felt some need to live and be a part, you know, kind of feed into the lifestyle because that's how you hold on to a man, I guess, in in maybe that situation, which is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And honestly, like, I, if she's listening, like Lisa, like, honestly, like, you can do so much better. Um, And you don't need that piece of shit in your life. I'm sorry he doesn't treat you or at least how he's portrayed like you should. Well, she was really honest about the the emotional infidelity that mm-hmm. he like, according to him, nothing physical ever happened, but he was like emotionally essentially invested in somebody else and emotionally detached from her, told her he didn't love her anymore. Um, and I don't know if she talked about how they kind of reconciled that, but um, she almost became a Bravo like stereotype when you when they're you know when you're on tv with your significant other it doesn't if we look at the span of all housewives couples um there's a lot of divorces that happen after they come on tv and i don't know if if they're they're coming on with those issues and then bravo Mm -hmm. highlights them or whatever but she seemed to escape that she wants us to think that things are better and fine um some of the scenes with her husband are kind of cringy though they are i think that's a facade though like her wanting us to believe that things are going to be okay and that's what i was kind of like sneaking towards like you don't have to put on a facade like it's okay to like let the world know that it didn't work and if it didn't work just move on Mm -hmm. um but yeah well larsa's like fully well i don't i guess i don't want to say she's fully um, I don't know the word that I'm thinking of fully embracing single dumb because even though she's living like the total single life she's also a little bit clinging onto her marriage still like just like I guess the title of it maybe did you guys see that mm-hmm. I saw it and I can relate it takes a minute I think for you to kind of fully let go of it or it's kind of like um the best way that I can put it it's like you're on life support and like right before the papers are signed you pull the plug and like you know for sure like you're gonna flatline and I feel like that's what she was somewhat experiencing um that she knew the minute she hit that docusign that it was gonna be like game over it's done done so I can I can relate but you know her only fans <laughs> I was supposed to say better question <laughs> how much would you need to earn a day to join only fans and post things on OnlyFans. Desmond, if you had to post on OnlyFans, what would you post? 
Mm, probably like seductive lower body picks. Ooh. I'd probably like prop them up in like various situations. <laughs> situations. Damn, I fucked up word up. But yeah, like uh, Elf on the Shelf. Like That's you're the elf or the camera is the elf? No, my dick would be the elf. Oh. <laughs> dress up the dick like the elf in various situations. Mm-hmm. I think we've just come up with a business plan. Oh my God. I mean, last night, so, you know, doing my HR research, I, I went on OnlyFans um, trying to find out because I have pretty feet On too. your work computer or? No, no, no. <laughs> I will neither deny nor confirm that statement. Um <laughs> Um, I have pretty feet. So she got me thinking, I was like, how much could I make? Um, and with as little of a thousand followers, I could make in the upwards of a thousand dollars a month. So, I mean, the the thoughts crossed my mind. She's making $10,000 a day. I want to know who the CEO is that she talks to in Minnesota. Wow. She must spend all day because it's like five dollars a DM, right? Like it's that's what she was saying. It's like her feet pictures are five bucks. She just must spend all like how many phones? Is there a phone farm out there somewhere where she's just like got six assistants shoveling out fit pictures of her toes? Like how does she make ten k a day off of five dollars a photo? But I think you also have to pay to just view somebody's profile right apparently the subscription is free and then like the interactivity i thought it was like per message like or something like that like if if i message the person i have to pay to message that person and then in order to get the reply back or see it you have to pay as well or something like that it's a lot happening it's a lot but good for her one person who was not down for that was nicole she was like asking a whole lot of questions about only fans Adriana was oh. down to join OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean, Nicole, check yourself. Yeah, but Larsa has to check herself too because she tried to downplay Nicole with the whole out of wedlock child shit. Yeah, you have an OnlyFans. So mm. that was a weird comment. Yeah, but. some of the fights that they get in, you're kind of like, it feels like you're reaching. Like it feels like you're reaching. A lot of the things that Adriana says feels. Uh, she, for me, her, like Julia was her life raft, right? Like there uh, to me, almost like there's no reason for Julia to be back on the show. Is that, is that aggressive? Is that too much of a statement? You said you love Julia. Oh, I'm like, sorry. No. Adriana. <laughs> oh. My words fall out of my mouth sometimes in the incorrect oh, order. Like you were just gushing over her. <laughs> no, Adriana, like, oh, I, that's how I feel. I just don't feel like I'm just not a fan. <sighs> So Adriana, I like her and I don't like her. She's like a hit or miss because of the fact that she is a very jealous person. Um, so like she's very insecure. Sorry, not jealous. She's very insecure. And she sees the relationships or like, for example, like Larsa's fame. Um, Larsa may not be like a Kim K, but Adriana would love to be at her level. So, you know, she kind of, pokes that bear all the time because she's not there I think I don't know if that's your guys's take but like she does that with a lot of the girls like if she's not the limelight then she finds a way to like instigate she definitely inserts herself a lot trying to earn her peach um I guess as an OG she probably feels 
some sort of entitlement there. And she, I guess, knows how to play the game so that she can get more airtime. Um, but yeah, I could see the, je- I could see the, I could see the jealousy for sure. With we Larsa. Talking We're talking about Adriana and how she's jealous of Larsa. She's the one who always has her tits out. Yes. Yeah, I saw it a lot on the reunion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she does. Who of these people like stuck out to you on the reunion, or just, or just like looking at this kind of reunion photo? Larsa, Larsa, and uh, my black girl, Gertie. Yeah, How Gertie's working about? that fucking dress. Damn. Mm. I like. I love. I loved Gertie's. That green was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. On her. But I also loved Alexia's dress. Alexia's like right the, the little cuts on her hip. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It looked like kind of like body armor on her. It was it, very beautiful. I think Gertie won best dressed in my opinion. That color, that cut, the everything was like top notch. So, but overall, like Desmond, you watched the reunion there's always kind of the winners the losers the one that had the leg up and the one that was kind of the underdog do you have any favorites did you have any takeaways from this one in terms of uh women that really kind of struck you um larsha pippen looking like holly kardashian uh <laughs> i wasn't expecting that uh the friends engagement that i saw i thought that was a little weird do y'all women <laughs> do y'all do that no. Is that what you did to LP in college? You got down on one knee and asked her to be here. When she did get down on one knee, it was to do an Enya. Uh, we were doing a replication of like, or no, I'm sorry. It was like a, I don't know, some sort of dance theatrical moment to an Enya song. And Listen, I might have murdered time. her in, in <laughs> college. Yeah, But I will say, uh, I didn't like uh give lp a friendship contract but we did have a drunken conversation in a bathroom stall about how we were best friends at the bar do you remember that uh yes i know that um we all just want to know that we have each other's back and the best place to know that and to confirm that is always in the bathroom stall together as two young women yeah yeah and just really have a friendship pact (laughs) did your friendship start over like like your dutch shoes Oh, these are facts. I knew um, <clears throat> upon hearing this story that we would be friends forever. Uh, Bree told me that she wanted to be a clogger and that her mom, who is Puerto Rican and had never heard of a clogger before, was like, excuse me, and brought bought her. But like, nonetheless, being the loving and doting mother, found her a pair of like clog Dutch clogs to indulge her passion for clogging. And from that moment on, I was like, this one's weird. I want, I want her in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was at some festival or something and I saw this group, literally a performance of cloggers. And I was like, I would love to do that. My mom was like, um, no, no, <laughs> won't. Um, but yeah, I told that story to LP and then we were friends ever since. So kind of like a friend contract. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, from that moment on, I'll never let her go. <laughs> Number one, I need to know where those shoes are. Number two, we have brand brand new hardwood floor, so I need, <laughs> to, <laughs> I need you to get the clogging, baby. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I wonder. I guess there wasn't really besides Adriana and Julia. The other like BFF situation was Alexia and Marisol, right? 
be a yeah. yeah. They like never say die sort of friendship, but I mean, Alexia was able to tell, always told Marisol all the things. Like we kind of started out today talking about Alexia's telenovela lifestyle or life events that happened to her. Um, some of the things that they kind of showed in the reunion for you was like the fight between her son and her future husband. Do you remember that? That was, mm-hmm. that was, that was. How do y'all feel about her like straight standing up for her son being like, he didn't hit that woman? That never happened. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened? Her son. Hold on. Who are we talking about? So, Alexia's son, yes, um, has a history, by the way, mind you, of violence. Um, he attacked like a homeless man in Miami one night. What the fuck? I wrote that down in my notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, like Alexia writes it off as, she he was very upset over his brother's coma and brain damage and all of that so so he took it out on a homeless man and then you know but he served his time and then apparently more recently he was charged with domestic abuse before attacking his girlfriend and like dragging her by her hair i believe down a hallway and think hitting her as well yeah and um all throughout the reunion she is standing on the soapbox of it didn't happen it's alleged allegedly allegedly and we are disputing it Mm -hmm. and denying it she said denying it yeah but by the end of the episode it said that his charges have been dropped yeah that's a good mother i mean as a mom if you're gonna get televised i wouldn't admit to anything that hasn't been proven because you're only gonna hurt your kids right um behind the scenes no i would have whooped that ass so (laughs) and i think that's something that alexia isn't doing with her kids granted he's a grown man he's like 30 but if he is still acting so wildly and getting his brother who has a traumatic brain injury like drunk and high which doesn't work in the like the benefit of the brother and the fiance is noticing that and like talking about it there's there's a problem there this is on this lady's family yes yes i knew this shit was good yeah wow and her ex-husband he has recently died after he died she found out that he was gay and a lover and the lover contacts what who contacts who i think the lover contacts her after he's buried to say they want to meet to like you know kind of make peace the second episode i believe is them meeting (laughs) initially she was supposed to meet him in a restaurant and he stood her up and then they met i think at her apartment or somewhere somewhere. on the phone phone. but for hours Um, yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. talked and she got to ask him all the questions she wanted to ask him about her husband as a gay lover um and it was yeah like this woman has had there are so many twists and turns in this woman's life it's insane and her Mm. mom died on her wedding day yeah i saw that wow so wow 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 wow. so much yeah she got a goddess in the middle of this picture she had a good dress on too Mm -hmm. i know she was like it was her and gertie that were my favorites jeez question for all uh the ladies on the pod have you ever fucked a cuban man okay excuse you (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm very curious about that little surgery that they were talking about. Oh, the little pearl? About that, yes. With the pearl? I mean, I've never fucked somebody with a pearl in their penis. Yeah, that was interesting to me. I have never heard, like, inserted, right? Or, like, surgically. Under the shaft. Oh, yeah. But I could see the benefit. Now, I, I, I mean, it really made me think. I was like, hmm. I'd be playing with my dick all day. <laughs> I'm just saying there'd be a ball in it and I'd just be flicking around. That is fucking wild. He's like, there's a ball in my ball. <laughs> Cuban, Joe. Yeah, no, I have not. I have not. Neither slept with a Cuban nor slept with a man with a ball in his chest i have a lot of we gotta go to miami and do some market research <laughs> i have a this lot of questions lp can i be your assistant i'm happy yeah to- i mean i this is this i'm so curious i am so curious. i worked with a lot of cubans for a while when i was um at a previous job and that i I have now way more questions than I ever thought I would for any of them. <laughs> I will take one for the team. Oh my God. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. For the pod. I will take pictures for the pod and be like, drop your pants, please. But yeah, I thought that was nuts. That, that made me feel a type of way in my pants when I heard that. <laughs> like, is Starship not enough for y'all? <laughs> is so, Tokyo Valentino not enough? Oh my God. I have a question maybe tmi like like we're going there right we're talking about pearls sewn on dicks but like they're uncircumcised i assume and then you have a pearl sewn in there too i'm thinking it'd probably be like an incision maybe if they're uncircumcised it'd be an incision and they just pop it in there and sew it back up but if they're uncircumcised that would be weird. Like I have no um, experience with those TMI. I don't know like <laughs> how you work those things, but maybe it's like, I don't know. Maybe we just shove it in there in this stage. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds very <laughs> unhygienic. Oh, yeah. Veronica looks like she's googling something over there. You're looking. It says that. The pearl is a small ball often made of plastic that's placed under the skin of the penis through a small incision. So Desmond was right. Mm. Um, And surgery is usually performed at home without any proper sanity precaution. Uh, That's Cuban. The goal is to enhance, oh shit, wait, I lost my place. The goal is to enhance sexual performance and the Cuban myth claims that the woman who feels the pearl will go mad with pleasure. So let's go. I mean, when are we going to Miami? Oh, or, <laughs> or just start me a GoFundMe. You know, I'll do the market research. <laughs> test it out. Oh. <laughs> get us paid. You know what I mean? We'll do a review afterwards. Wow. And you know what? That is tax deductible too, because it is part of the business. Wow. Tax I have a lot of questions that I feel like we should answer off air, but like, does it go, it's not in the tip. It's like in the shaft. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out. It'll probably stop at, at the, at the tip. Hopefully. Ooh, not, surely. Interesting. I don't think this one says um, that I've, I've heard about cases in which part of the penis has to be removed because it had been severely affected oh. by green due to the pearl like 
catching like and getting dirty i guess you know you gotta clean down there okay surgeon general warning let's not do this people no because then you know i don't want to get a bacteria down there either how did this tradition start how where who was the first cuban male that was like Let's and how did it never them. leave the island? It just like it just I've never heard of another culture. It, in my that, knowledge, sewing things like that inside of themselves there. It says the trend is said to have reached Cuba thanks to merchant seamen in the 1960s who returned from Asia and apparently brought along some techniques of sexual organ modification. Okay. In fact, the tradition is said to have originated among imprisoned members of the Yakuza. One pearl for each year they spend in jail. Oh, what? Made, oh, here, here. oh, my. Ah. They'd insert a rattle in their penis to give any sexual encounter the festive soundtrack it deserves. Soundtrack? <laughs> because you know you know where are you reading this what is your source buys.com wow okay wow there's some dudes walking around with like 20 johns in their john oh look i am just doing what i do best imagine imagine when it gets soft like it would just like you'll just see the beads like all curl up oh. and what if what if your soft is shorter than the beads so it'll just be like poking out you see the beads poking through the skin. oh god oh my beads. god oh. wow this right. is taking a turn this is taking a major major up, turn <laughs> boy meets bravo Whoa, check this <laughs> out this one said um when I was ready, I went to the guy who would do the procedure. I had to lay my penis on a flat surface and he tore tore a piece of my skin off with the sharpened lower part of a toothbrush. That's where he made the cut. The pain was terrible, but I knew it would be worth it because all the jevitas go mad for it. Jevitas are girls. Um, you get a bandage on your dick so you can't wash yourself or masturbate for a few days until it heals. You can't masturbate for a couple of days. That's just it. That's it. That's oh tough. God. Oh my God. I mean, that's all you're really sacrificing is a couple of days of good <laughs> masturbation. He, he so. in the background. He's, <laughs> he's having he like cut a pain. piece of the skin off the dick. Oh, wow. It was the education none of us asked for, but yet I think we're all okay that we got. Oh, Mm. one of us looks very uncomfortable. (laughs) Any last thoughts on Miami people? Um, Cubans are weird. (laughs) Good sandwiches. (laughs) Great coffee. (laughs) Weird penal traditions. Yeah. Okay, this feels like an, uh, I won't say it feels like a nice place to stop, but it just is a place to kind of end our <laughs> journey with Miami. Um, uh, I guess here's my last question for you guys. If somebody had to not return, who would you be okay with not coming back? Lisa. I think we all answered this one. Okay. Lisa. Who's Lisa? This one. Yeah, she could go. Yeah, she could be a friend of, which I don't really know why they made anybody a friend of because everybody was in every scene all season. Yeah. I don't really understand the point of that, but you know, Bravo, you do you. 
I think it was probably more so Adriana and Marisol were both like had their clutches on it and were not going to let go. They were like literally repositioning the cameraman so that (laughs) they're like, no, 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 you stand here and get all of us over here. Yeah, I don't know. What about, was it Kiki? Is that her name? Oh yeah, she was a friend of. She was like the only friend of that's not here at the reunion. Yeah, because she wasn't, yeah, she wasn't even brought out. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope there's a season two. I hope they bring it to Bravo mainstream because yes, Peacock, you took my money. If you bring Miami back there, you'll take my money again. But obviously it deserves, it deserves a Bravo spot. Well, what's interesting to me is that, but because Peacock is available internationally, it has actually larger access and footprint. And so for a show with so many international housewives, it actually might give them a little bit more visibility on the larger scale. So mm-hmm. that is one plus side. That's how I was keeping up. Okay. Well, there's that. Well, let us uh, take a quick break. We have a St. Andy award to give out and we'll be right back. tone podcast than we typically have oh we typically talk about the female bodies on this show (laughs) (laughs) just flip the script it's feminism day today we're talking about male body parts Ah. anyways (laughs) on to the saint andy award speaking of male body parts our favorite male body part Andy Cohen. I don't know. He's a full male body part, like from top to bottom, just one big one, right? Yes. I'm uh, really good at closing circles and loops and all of those things. Can I say something about Andy really quick? So I've seen a crap ton of reunions and I think I found this one particularly hilarious because he was so annoyed with all the women from the very beginning. (laughs) specifically like, just let her talk just sit down shut up he was so annoyed anyways carry on <laughs> so this week's saint andy award i am giving out to katie maloney schwartz so if you've been on the internet at all this week near a bravo fan you saw that katie and tom schwartz from vanderpump rules have announced their divorce do you remember who they are hmm. yes i do and let me tell you Swartz and over sounds a lot better than Swartz and Sandy's. You heard it just here saying. First. <laughs> um, yeah, so they've announced they're divorced in separate Instagram posts. There were some rumors going around that were um, kind of talking about that. And this will shock no one, but DJ James Kennedy revealed that it was true before Katie and Tom could even speak on it in public. Um, But I'm giving our St. Andy award to Katie in particular, because when I heard about her, about the divorce and something I kind of forgot about was that she has a podcast and she released a really short episode, like a 20 minute episode this week, speaking on the news. And she just was talking about how she was like choosing herself. And for those of us who have seen the show, I think we can like really appreciate that about herself because from how they're portrayed on 
Vanderpump Rules, Tom Schwartz seems to value his friendship with Tom Sandoval and just like kind of be just maintaining his like Peter Pan syndrome. I might be speaking for myself, am I? Well, and I'm not saying Katie's perfect, but I wouldn't want to be married to Tom Schwartz. I'm just not surprised by this. I guess they never seemed compatible to me. They did in certain ways. And you also never know what happens behind closed doors, but she seemed to hold so much disdain for his mere existence and like how he managed everything in life. Um, whether it was in their romantic life, whether it was in his, his, you know, business deals and business life, whether it was within his friendships, she would call him out, out in front of the group and behind closed doors and basically call him like a little bitch all the time. She even told him on camera that his dick was small. Yeah. And so like, who said that? Two. Whoa. That, yeah, that's a divorce. And that's who your wife is giving a um, St. Andy award to. Get, I what? I am. Baby. I am. I'm down. For, if I'm looking just at their relationship from what I see on Vanderpump Rules, I'm team Katie over Tom Schwartz, even if she's a little wild sometimes. So I'm giving her the St. Andy award. I'm, I'm open for other suggestions, but I think that a woman who stands up for herself finally, after being like publicly humiliated on TV for years and years. Finally, she publicly humiliated him for years. Like, somebody else give the St. Andy. Okay. <laughs> you can always throw it to Paige. You know how I feel. Oh my God. Oh my Somehow God. It's not, even on. it's not. It didn't even come on this week. <laughs> No. All right, I, I'll allow it. I mean, you know, always glad that people end their relationship rather Somebody than staying in it miserably. Yeah, relationship. And, and it probably wasn't going to be. I mean, she called him a, a pansy, but it's because he was. So, like, it probably wasn't going to be him. She did talk to him kind of crazy. Now that I think about it, no, she absolutely did. <laughs> no, I'm here. I know. I know this. I'm still giving her the award. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you watch Vanderpump Rules at all, Veronica? Have you gotten into any of that? I have not. I probably should. Are the, is are these names just like a foreign language to you? Then no, I know who they are. Okay. Um, I'm I'm subscribed to I think God knows how many Bravo things on on Instagram, so I've seen it. I just haven't seen the show. But if you tell me to, I probably will watch the whole thing this week. <laughs> Seasons one through four. Whew. Yeah, if you do, if you do choose to indulge, don't start in the most recent. It's a waste of time and energy. Start with seasons one through four. It is, you're talking about starving for the limelight. They are starving for the limelight, quite literally and figuratively and literally. (laughs) I I will try to see what I can do. So congrats, Katie. You've got my St. Andy. Um, Everyone else is begrudgingly uh handing it over as well (laughs) i'm happy that a relationship seemingly is ending on decent enough terms to where they can both be adults and disengage from this in an adult way like right they both are accepting their shortcomings i think in the relationship and that's always nice to see things end maturely they've taken a note out of the uh dj james kennedy and Raquel book, which, you know, what is it? Consciously uncoupling and all that bullshit. That is what's happening. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, cool. Well, thank you guys for being here. Veronica, will you come back? Did you enjoy it? 
I loved it. <laughs> Anytime we can just talk Bravo for an hour, it is worth it. Every time we have a guest on, Desmond's always like, you really, there's really other people who will just talk about this, but you're now one of those people. No, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, yeah shout out to that. Veronica, uh, one half of my, was it the Brado Brigade? Sure. Yes, who helped me plan the little shindig I had for you when we got married. So thank you for being here, Veronica. <laughs> We love you. Yeah. Welcome. I love y'all too. So for all of our listeners, thanks so much for coming back. If you're not already following us on social media, we are at Boy Meets Bravo on Instagram and Twitter. We'll put a link to our social media pages in the show notes. And if you are not already uh, following Creative Geniuses Network on um, Instagram, they they are our like father podcast network. So there's a lot of content, a lot of other podcast out there a little bit of something for everybody so we're boy meets bravo and we'll see you next week thanks bye bye did y'all hear that one shorty talking about uh larsa pippen's butt and she said it's so big you can see it from the planet moon <laughs> yes <laughs> that shit was hilarious damn <laughs> i was like planet moon huh